Time to get started. It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 WNNX. We're talking about that, if you haven't heard, missing dive boat, um, that submarine that went down to the Titanic with some tourists on it and a crew, and they are missing right now. Which is just unbelievable. I can't even imagine. Uh, The missing tourists submersible with five people on board, including British billionaire Hamish Harding, has been missing since uh, Sunday afternoon. It may have become stuck in the wreckage of the Titanic, and that's uh, that it was going to see. That's, you know, what the whole thing was about, Um, which is nuts. I mean, obviously, this is something that's for the uber rich the sub owned uh, and operated by ocean gate expeditions was taking a crew uh 12,500 feet underwater oh my goodness <laughs> as part of a $250,000 ahead titanic tour it costs $250,000 <laughs> to do this per person Wow. It's uh, an eight-day excursion and you dive in the sub for up to 10 hours the crew launched at around 4 a.m. on Sunday, but lost communication with the mothership just one hour and 45 minutes later. Oh. The sub can be, uh, it can last for up to 96 hours underwater with five people consuming oxygen. So it's just like, uh, uh, I mean, obviously there's a huge, huge chance of running out of air here. Oh my goodness. After more than 30 hours into the rescue mission, the stub, uh, sub excuse me, is still nowhere to be found. Which is like wild. Like it can't. How deep can it go into the Titanic? You well, know what I mean. How do you how do you lose it? You're going straight down, right? You would think it would be straight down. Oh my god! Like my worst uh, imaginations are, you know, thinking about what ifs here. <sighs> it's wild to think it is about. Crazy. The U.S. Coast Guard uh, is working to find uh, uh, it while. Uh, lives are at risk. Obviously, C-130s and P-8s are now being used to assist in the search in the remote area of the ocean. The rescue mission is uh, complicated because of how far at sea the sub is uh, and how deep it is. This is uh, a friend of Hamish uh, Harding, who was the British billionaire explorer who was on there talking about, uh, you know, so kind of how she took the news. And honestly... You know, if you're somebody who knows somebody down there, like, it's terrifying. And you just want to hope that everything is being done to find these people. I know that Hamish will be calm. And they will work together through the problems. And I think they will go through every step that they have in their checklist. Every single expedition will have a checklist of options. So I know they will be working calm and collective through their options. My fear is that they didn't make their last ascent window. They should have surfaced a few hours ago. They didn't. That is scary. That is very scary. And we're starting to think about worst case scenarios and just incredibly thankful to the U.S. government and the Canadian government for having started this massive search and rescue mission. Oh, my gosh. The uh, wreckage, it's 370 miles from Newfoundland in Canada, but uh, is in U.S. waters. She was asked also, you know, what her biggest fear is. My biggest fear is knowing that they are trapped without the ability of receiving help. This is my biggest fear. It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah on 987 WNNS. Ecuadorian woman declared dead again a week after knocking on her coffin at her own wake. What? Now, I remember this story coming out a week ago, and I was like, somebody was not, they were, 
at the wake and she just knocks on the coffin to get out. Oh my like, goodness. Like how crazy is this? And uh, apparently she passed again. Oh man. She just wanted those extra few days, that extra week. To... I don't know. I hope she uh, used it up well. Yeah. I wonder what she did. I don't know. Oh God. Went parasailing. Would you, I mean, like you'd think, I wonder if she had any experiences to talk about. Like those oh, afterlife experiences that we all experience. crave to know what they are? Yes. What happens? I don't know. I don't know, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to send me down a spiral. We have to change the subject. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Study finds disturbing amount of fecal contamination at U.S. beaches. Well, that's comforting. <sighs> Kyle was just at a U.S. beach. I wonder if he, he was kind of smelly this morning. Did he have fecal contamination? <laughs> I don't know. I have to talk to him about it ASAP. <laughs> That's uh, crazy. Not the first time we've heard that, though. No. A uh, gas station clerk tells friend to rob store so he can leave early. Now that's a friend. That is a friend. <laughs> well, and this was a, a statement made by the police. So apparently he did do it. Oh, <laughs> to my help goodness. Him out. Wow. I did it because my buddy wanted to go home early. I don't get why I'm in trouble. It's bro code, bro. Don't you know? <laughs> bro. Bro. Uh, Korean convenience store selling gold bars in vending machines. You know, when I first read this, I thought it was gold chocolate bars. I was like, that's delicious. That but is I'm delicious. like, oh, it's actual literal gold bars, well, which would be good too. It begs the question are you, is your stuff secure in a vending machine? I mean, if they're real gold bars. Right. I mean, are it they- wants to stop somebody from just being like, mm, crunch and, you know, taking them. Taking and all the gold bars. That's true. And what do you do with the gold bar once you get it? Just walk around with Sell it? Sell it. Like, look at me. Put it on your neck. I've got a gold bar. <laughs> yeah. Smurs with a gold bar around her neck driving her Tesla down MacArthur Boulevard. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine? I'd watch that movie. <laughs> Tennessee is sending free books to 200,000 kids to keep them reading over the summer. Families are thrilled. I think that's great. That's great. 200,000 kids? Yeah. yeah. Did you do any reading programs over the summer? Um, I remember the Book kid. It program. Remember when book you got it. the personal pan pizza from Pizza Hut? Yes, 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 yes. I do. Yeah. I never got that pan pizza, but I wanted it real bad. Yeah. My wife has a Book It t-shirt. I love Book It. Oh, that's so cool. My dad just kept on like trying to make me do his summer reading program. But I was like, what, what's in it for me? And he's like, nothing. Education, knowledge, reading, practice. And I was like, well, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I need I need a goal. I need like a, a Big Mac or something. He could have <laughs> just said Big Mac and I would have read a book. Come on, Dad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's different now with kids because Bennett watches a bunch of history videos like on mm. the History Channel, whatever. So mm. he's learning over the summer. Right. He's not reading, but he's learning. Right. Does that count? That counts. I'm an audio book reader or <laughs> listener. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, anything audio is fine with me. It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 WNNS. I'm getting in to go back home tomorrow and he has to be gone by then and I cannot. 
I can't put him down either. He doesn't, like I said, he doesn't deserve that. He deserves the life of love and just to be who he is. Well, that was Morgan Wallen's wife, Katie Smith, talking about uh, their two-year-old son, Indigo, took a dog bite to the face. Oh, my gosh. Uh, bit his face, and it uh, it was pretty bad, actually. Uh, the dog was their dog, um, and she... And I know a lot of people feel different ways about this. She doesn't want to put the dog down. She wants to find the dog another home. And, uh, you know, because obviously they don't want it around Indigo anymore. And it's, you know, little kids around big dogs sometimes are frightening because they don't know kind of space and like understanding like not to mess with its face and its food and, you know, all that stuff that they can get naturally defensive over. And uh, it's very scary stuff. This is what she had to say in full. And it's kind of like just a plead for somebody to take the dog. I rescued a dog legend. He's a great Pyrenees. I feel like we kind of like saved each other at that time. Yesterday, he bit Indigo in the face and had to have stitches. We spent yesterday morning at the emergency room. Since then, we have been looking for options and I, I just couldn't bring myself to what everyone else says and what you're supposed to do, apparently. I don't think he deserves a shelter either. He came from trauma. Yeah, back in the day, he probably would have just been, like, brought out back and uh, taken care of. Put down, yeah. I think, you know, she obviously, from what she's saying, they saved each other. She has some kind of, like, really deep bond with this dog. And I totally get it, like, just not wanting to. And she doesn't want to put it in a shelter either, so. Uh, But it's going to be a hard sell, man, once you have um, a dog that's done something like that. Once it messes with your kid, that's a whole nother story. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I hope they get it figured out. Well, BB Rexa showed the facial injury she got after being hit in the face by a phone at one of her shows. This, this is, is the worst. What were, oh. gonna, were we going to just jinx there? Yeah. <laughs> well, because honestly, that is so rude to throw something up at a performer. Like, I don't why, right. what that is. I hate that so much. It's yes. just, I really dislike it. And yet people are still doing it right. at her show in New York. A on cell Sun- phone. I know, I know. <laughs> BB dropped to the ground after an audience member threw their phone at her. She was taken to the hospital after the incident. Yesterday, she shared the aftermath of the injury. BB had a bruised eye and stitches, but said she's okay. Did you see the video of it? Well, it looked like Rocky Balboa like laid one into her. I mean, it looks like she got punched in the face. She's got Hard. a shiner. Yeah. yeah. The man who threw the phone was arrested at the show following the event. He was charged with assault. In a statement, police said the 27-year-old man intentionally threw a cell phone at BB. So he did this on purpose. Right. He did it on purpose. Was it his cell phone? Was it a friend's cell phone? Was it like, why would you throw your cell phone? What an idiot. You think you're being funny? I I don't want to say I hate him because that's just my guttural feeling right now. Sure. But I'm just very upset with this young man. Yes. Bad choices. Use the spark notes too. Whew. Welcome to the club. The Morning Routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 WNNS. Sarah, how often do you wash your jeans? Hmm. And jeans are different, I think, than other clothes because that denim is sturdier and, it, you know, they don't get as dirty as often, I feel. It's tough. Uh, probably every, once every couple of wears. Okay. All right. You seem to be in the majority. Yeah. I myself barely wash my jeans. Uh, it's maybe like, honestly, like once a month, maybe. Oh, and I, really? wear them, I wear them a good amount. I wear them a good amount. 
Um, and you're, but you're like, we put this out on Facebook, facebook.com slash 987WNNS. And uh, this is what some of the people had to say, and it's around most of them what you said. Tom uh, said, give them a sniff and then decide. <laughs> Two to three wears is usually it. Yeah. Well, uh, that's that's really the smell test. You know, that's a good thing to take into consideration. Yeah, sniff test you know? for sure. Drink water when you're thirsty. Wash your jeans when they smell bad. That's right. Now we know. Heather, uh, she said, from what I read, it says you can wear them two to three times before washing to uh, washing them. She said, yes, I follow this. <laughs> I love it, Heather. This is big. This is big. Uh, after I wear them, Carol said. So every time. Oh, every time, Carol. Okay. Uh, I wash mine after every wear. Bonnie, that's wild girl. But you and Carol, I mean, that's so much washing. So much washing. That is. I know. I wear these jeans on Monday and Fridays usually. Really? And then you I wash schedule them. it out like that? I schedule it out and then I usually uh, so wash them on the weekends. It. Okay, cool. Yeah. So you two wears then. Right. Andy said, depending on what I'm doing while I wear them, I don't wash them after every use. David, after every use. Gosh, you guys are washing. After two to three uses, Nicole said. Uh, Corey said, usually after uh, two to three times, depending on your activity. So two to three seems to be it. But you guys might be surprised because this guy, uh, Levi's design director, Paul O'Neill, he probably knows jeans a little bit. I would think so. Personally shared that he washes them every 30 to 50 wears. What? Yeah, baby. Finally, somebody gets me. Every 30 to 50? O'Neill recommends washing jeans alone on a gentle cycle. Okay, well, this is too much. This is so much extra. Do Washing them alone on a gentle cycle with cold water so the color doesn't fade and hanging them outside to dry. What are we in the aughts? <laughs> what is this? I don't want to do that. Never tumble dry. I always tumble dry. I Every time. Yes. The hottest and like worst and most abusive it can be on the clothing. In quotes, the more you wash your denim, the lighter it will become losing indigo, which uh, with each watch. You can't lose the indigo. God forbid. No. However, he explained uh, that how often jeans should be washed is up to a personal preference. There's no official way, he said. Rather than washing the jeans, some people find other ways to freshen them up by putting them in the freezer. <laughs> Have you ever heard? about that? No. I put my pillow in the freezer to cool it down when I was in St. Croix because I was like losing my mind because it was so hot, but never have I put my jeans in the freezer. Never. Spraying them with uh, vinegar uh, or hanging them in the sun for a UV wash to kill off bacteria. You can do that? I don't know. I, I mean, the Amish must do something like that. This I don't is, know. This sounds not real. Right. It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah. Rocky and Sarah. On 98.7 WNN. Black Mirror, I think both of us were impressed by that. I was impressed and I was a little freaked out. Traumatized, right? That's what I'm saying. I mean, some of the stuff, some of the stories that they come up with over at that camp are just incredible. It's Brian so was imaginative. Worried. Brian was like, do we need to turn this off? Are you going to be okay watching this? Well, first of all, yeah. there's something There's something that they say in, I believe, that first episode, because I have already finished the season. We watched the whole oh dang gosh. thing. I know. <laughs> Over the weekend, I mean, because it was a long weekend, that helped. But um, it was just so just enthralling. You kind of like it was page turners, even though they're different stories, like some of them connect. And you'll see if you continue on, uh, you get like little Easter eggs of uh 
past episodes or future episodes in each episode. They connect things really well. Oh, like really? That. Yeah, it's interesting. But huh. um, yeah, uh, five episodes in the season, which is, that's the one thing. It doesn't frustrate me, but each season has different episodes. Like last season only had three episodes. Oh, really? The season before that had six episodes. So Black Mirror just kind of does its own thing. Whatever it feels like doing. <laughs> I'm telling you. But the whole series, if uh, you have no idea about it, it's on Netflix and it's about how humans have a dark side and how that can go wrong uh, sometimes and, and be exploited and especially in technology and how technology is kind of progressing and stories we're already starting to hear happen, but it just kind of takes it a step further. Like places probably like 20 years in the future, 10 years in the future. Mm -hmm. And um, it's, it's just wild. And every episode is different though. So you only watched the first one, right? I watched Joan is Awful. Joan is Awful. And you felt traumatized? Yes. I definitely, Brian's like, don't go down any rabbit holes. I'm like, okay. <laughs> it's hard not to, though. It's hard. Because what they bring up that you tend to laugh off when I bring it up is the phones, like hearing stuff that we say and selling us things based off of that. I know. And it's I think that like happens now. I, I'm pretty sure it does. You know, I don't obviously have any proof. I am uh, All right, let simple me man. Hot dog machine. Hot dog machine. Why do you want a hot dog machine? Because a hot dog machine would be delicious. Hot dog machine. Yes. Okay. Let's see what happens. <laughs> it's now, it's like, now it's like, they're testing us. We cannot do hot dog machine content. Otherwise, they'll know. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's just so weird. But uh, you liked the first episode. Um, then It just gets better and better, honestly. Does it really? Good. Like, you weren't disappointed in any of the episodes? No, the episodes were all good. And, like, honestly, on the edge of your seat. Did it have famous people in all of them? Um, yeah, no, no, it didn't, didn't, but okay. that was cool how they used it in the first one. And there's yeah. a twist in the first episode that totally, I thought I knew how it was going to end. And then when this thing happens, it's like, oh my God, this yeah. just got so much deeper. Yeah. Um, the writers for the show are incredible though. It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 WNNS. If your old man is around, give him a call. Try and reconcile that stuff. We know who that was. That was Dwayne The Rock Johnson talking about his dad and their complicated relationship. Morning, everybody. It is the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah. And he, um, you know, had a Rocky, well, no pun intended, a Rocky relationship with his dad, Rocky. On Monday, uh, Johnson shared a video on Instagram in which he acknowledged that he felt there was something, uh, in quotes, I'd missed in his Sunday Father's Day post before sympathizing with all of the fathers out there like him uh, who on this day don't have the privilege anymore of wishing their own dads a happy Father's Day. Johnson uh, said that the holiday can prove to be a little bit tricky, um, a tricky thing that we have to uh, contend with. And yeah, you know, whenever... There's a loss, and especially if you feel like there wasn't closure with that person. Sure. It can be tough around those times. Here's what he had to say. To all my guys out there, if your dad is still around, things might get a little tricky sideways sometimes. I get it. I've been in that situation with my old man. If your old man is around, give him a call. 
try and reconcile that stuff from a man who's experienced both sides of this coin i can tell you guys that the alternative is something that i don't want you to experience and that alternative is you guys fight like i fought with my old man so i tell you guys if you guys have your old man and you're going through it do your best to reconcile it because the alternative is something could happen and then all of a sudden you're writing the eulogy for your dad's funeral yeah that's yeah. sad, but it's true, you know. I mean, family, especially if you have a rocky relationship, it's just something to uh, try and forgive if you can. I mean, it's important, family. Yeah, if it's possible, for sure. Yeah, exactly. Well, Michael Sarah told Rolling Stone in a recent interview that he and his ex-girlfriend, Aubrey Plaza, almost spontaneously got married in Las Vegas. <laughs> That's so that, so that they could get a divorce right away. Oh, what a bit. Living life in bits. Yes. I love it. Sarah and Plaza became a couple after working together on the 20, 20, 2010 film Scott Pilgrim versus the World. He said, well, we were driving through Vegas and we almost just spontaneously took a detour and got married. Like something where you get a certificate. I think the idea was then to get a divorce right away so we could call each other my ex-husband and my ex-wife <laughs> at 20 years old. Fantastic. I love that. I love that. Genius. <laughs> well, Tom Cruise uh, says he wants to work with Scarlett Johansson. Why not? She's amazing. After uh, she admitted to wanting to work alongside him, Johansson recently uh, revealed that the one actor she hadn't gotten a chance to work with, with uh, whom she wants to, is none other than bah, 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 Mission Impossible star Tom Cruise. Uh, at the Rome premiere of Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1, Cruise said that he was absolutely on board uh, to uh, work opposite Johansson in a project. This is what he had to say. There's a great actress and a movie star. Yes, you think, uh, is this going to happen? Oh yeah, it's going to Happen. Absolutely. No, I look, I've, oh, yeah. I've watched her career her whole life. She's enormously talented, very charismatic. Uh, it'd be fun. She has, look, she could do everything. She could do comedy, drama, action, uh, suspense. She's someone that really draws you in on, on the screen and on camera. So, absolutely, it's going to happen. This song goes out to our employee of the week. We'll work hard to make you happy. The best things in life are free. The Morning Routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 WNNX.